Well, that was incredible, and uh, I really probably don't need to say much else, but uh, they did an incredible job. I was uh, really impressed with uh, Goliath and Saul as well, so some bigger kids. Hey, this morning, um, I just want to remind you of a few things. You know, we, we think of this message of courage that David uh, showed. I think oftentimes when we look at our own lives, if we're honest, we're like, are we really living lives of courage? We live on Hilton Head Island in 2018. What do we do that's really that courageous? Is that just for Christians in the Middle East? Is that just for, uh, you know, our soldiers and our emergency workers? Are we too called to this life of courage? Well, when I think we, when we look at the life of David, when we look at the early disciples, we're not off the hook. We are called to live courageous lives. But the good news, it's not all about us. You see, when David was out as a shepherd, he developed a love for God. Out in that solitude, as he was out with the sheep, God began to build in him and instill in him a real faith, began to prepare him. So when he came to the battle lines and he saw everyone cowering away from Goliath, he didn't understand it. He's like, we have God on our side. Why would we be scared or afraid? Maybe he was naive. Maybe he was idealistic. That's what people probably thought when he was saying those words. And yet when it came time for battle, he knew that God was with him, and he prevailed. The early disciples and the early followers of Christ, it was interesting, they spent 40 days with Jesus after the resurrection. He was preparing them. He was preparing them for what was to come next. They were going to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and they were going to live lives of courage as they built the early church. And it happened that way. They were filled with the Spirit, and the early church started, and it was not easy. It was very challenging. Many of them lost their lives for believing in Christ. Many of them were persecuted. And yet here we are, 2018, over almost 2,000 years later, And millions and millions of people have trusted Christ in their lives. That's why we're here this morning. You know, it's tempting to see this play and say, oh, that was great, and leave here and not really be changed. But Jesus doesn't leave us with that option. A believer is somebody who's filled with the Spirit, is somebody who leaves here and lives lives of courage. You can think of this as your filling station. You fill up with your car with gas so you don't leave it at the pump. You go out. We're called to go out into the world, to be courageous, to share this message of hope and salvation with everyone. And this faith is more than just a religious sideshow where we tell people a few religious sayings. James said, faith without works is dead. We're to go into the world to share this message of reconciliation and redemption, of bringing people the hope of salvation to all aspects of their lives. I think we have examples here right in this own congregation, as we have people here that visit the lonely and the sick. We have people who share with their neighbors the good news of the gospel and invite them to church. We have missionaries from our church that not only go out in the prisons, they go out to all ends of the earth and share this message of hope and salvation. And then we have you and I that are called to do the same thing in our everyday lives. 
I remember being in high school and being kind of a wild kid when I was about 16 or 17. And every day I'd leave the house on a Friday or Saturday night, my mom would get down on her knees and pray for me. Trust me, I needed it. remember a friend in Bluffton uh, when I first moved here over 10 years ago, about 12 years ago, whose daughter was going through kind of a wild time and her hair had turned purple and she looked very unhappy. And he started meeting with her weekly. They had their daddy-daughter times. And he would just listen to her. They'd go to Starbucks at Kroger, just talk about life. He was always praying for her. She moved out of that stage. The purple hair remained for a while. She had that artistic flavor, but she had a joy about her. She had a father who loved her, loved Jesus, and just walked with her daughter through that challenging time. God is calling us all to live lives of courage. And when we do that, just like David saved a nation, Jesus saved us on the cross, the disciples brought this message of salvation, we are in the business of transforming lives. Each and every one of us, in our own space, in our own way, in our own gifts, are called to bring this message of courage to everyone we meet. N.T. Wright, the Anglican theologian, said it this way, The task of the church is to live as resurrection people in between Easter and the final day as a sign of the first and as a foretaste of the second. We are called to be the sign to be this taste of the gospel. In the Psalms, uh, David writes, taste and see that the Lord is good. And metaphorically, we're supposed to leave this place and be the fragrance, the smell, the taste of Christ to a world that needs to hear the hope of salvation. In Galatians, the Apostle Paul writes this, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. As we leave here filled with the Spirit, Our call is to go out of this world, to live lives of courage in our everyday life for the little things and in the big things. I want to close with a prayer from a former secretary general from Sweden, Dag Hammersgold, who was a Lutheran. And he had this prayer that he wrote that I thought was beautiful and summed up not only this message of David, but our call to be courageous followers of Christ. His prayer goes like this. O Lord, open my eyes that I may see the needs of others. Open my ears that I may hear their cries. Open my heart so they need not be without succor. Let me not be afraid to defend the weak. Show me where love and hope and faith are needed and use me to bring them to those places. And so open my eyes and my ears that I may this coming day be able to do some work of peace for thee. Lord God, you are with us. You are the Emmanuel. Lord, help us to leave here knowing that we have your strength to face whatever battles that we need to go through this week. Battles to bring hope, to bring peace, and to bring faith to others. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen.